Hey, this is Mark with Magpie Coffee Roasters here, and we are up in the mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, where we're always on point when we come in with the horns. Piz oink. <laughs> this is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude You Thought I Was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican Ernesto, Captain Kula coach, Mr. Brunch. Uh, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How, How the, the fuck, fuck did he get, get here? A lomer to the hint of the habitual line crosser and the fucking honey badger. Hey, it's Jake, a.k.a. Extra, Killer extra. Shark. Killer Shark Productions. Extra, 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 extra today. Uh, I could tell. I was like, oh, Caesar finally remembered his because he's got the cadence cadence, and he's saying them all in order. And then I was like, oh, no, he's reading them off. I'm reading. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah like that, that's why I take fucking. It's like a rap. You should have it I, by now. I don't have bars. Everybody knows that. It's just like. I do accidental drop, bars. Because mm-hmm. you say it like every time you read it, you say it with a certain cadence and order. Uh-huh. That should make it easier to memorize. Yeah, but. Yeah, I take pictures. That's what I do. I don't read. <laughs> I don't memorize things. <laughs> no, I don't read. You know, that's not how my brain works. No, it isn't. Cause like that's why like you know, salute to Cheyenne who doesn't listen to the fucking show. Oh, but shizzle. Um, he listens to the radio though. Sometimes. He's out there. He's gonna yeah. listen to this episode. We know. But it. Uh, so he, I'm good with faces, and he's good with names. So that's why going the one, out, two. going out together, it was good. I was like, oh, what's that bitch's name? <laughs> I remember Why, her. That's from, Susan. I remember her from last week and off top of the dome. The na- the, na- the that sentence is never completed with it's Susan. <laughs> no. Especially from Cheyenne. Yeah. <laughs> salute, salute to you. Hey buddy. <laughs> well, how's your week, Caesar? Uh busy, busy, busy. Um nine to five, working extra days. So yeah. it's uh, ten hour days? Well, like this it was a uh, Saturday was just a ten hour day. Oh, so um, it wasn't like the other weeks before where they just added Still it during 50 the hour work week. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, putting a portfolio together to submit to uh, an entity out there in the universe. And hopefully it uh, comes back with good you know, prospects. Are you not allowed to say it? I don't know. I'm trying don't, to don't don't say it. Yeah. See, don't like, say it. Wait for the drop. Yeah. I'm just going to wait for the drop. Like I'm just putting good big vibes out stuff, there. Big Would stuff, you say big it's a, a major it's media like corporation? Very major. <laughs> yeah. Very major media. And like that's what I've been working on for the last two weeks, curating my portfolio. And because uh, they only allow like 20 photos, you got to do a description, explain yourself, and explain uh, your project you're working on. So, what does that do? It's due on Monday. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be, yeah, it'll be that Monday the 10th, December 10th. So you're hearing the launch now. Mm-hmm. The launch of De La Photo. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. So like if <laughs> if they if they choose, they only choose like a hundred people over twenty eight years old, and under twenty eight years old is only sixty. So you know, just hoping for the best in the whole country, in the whole well, probably world, whatever you know. Yeah. I don't shit. know. I don't know how many people submit, but. You know, I'm just going to throw my little dime in the bucket and see what happens. Hopefully good things happen. I'll find out in like January, I guess. Nice. And then uh, the portfolio review is in March. So it'll coincide with this trip me and the boys are going. So it might be, you know, 
two birds, one stone would be be awesome. It'd be a celebration. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> That's a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jake? Oh, just high energy, high, <laughs> high energy. Trying to switch it up a little bit. Everything mm-hmm. is golden. Um, just been touring the local scene, local pubs and breweries and food and everything else enjoying reno and everything it's got because reno is definitely good. more enjoyable now. yeah the snow though i don't know if you guys were out in the uh the big the great traffic jam of the end of 2018 <laughs> out there when it snowed and we had got two it took me two hours one night um, yeah that's what everyone was night. saying oh uh, that was that tuesday night mm. everyone's complaining about uh, traffic traffic and i'm like god it was damn insane. Like, uh, shout out to Lacey. Like she works at UNR and lives on K- the top of Kings Row, and she said it took her an hour and a half to get home. Holy fuck! And I was like, "What?" Yep. I'm glad I commute through downtown because yeah, mm-hmm. I got off work. We got done basketball practice like five that day, so I drove home. Yeah, around five five fifteen during rush hour, but because I go through downtown, it was fucking fine. Mm-hmm. And like. The freeways were yeah. locked. The freeways. Locked. I didn't, I didn't oh, yeah. The freeways the in McCarran. I yeah. I took, I took, I just took side streets on the way home. I tried to take fine. side streets, but the Elantra just kept, wouldn't go up a hill. Wouldn't go up a fucking hill. So mm-hmm. I had to find the flattest route <laughs> home. And then I eventually made it onto the freeway because I was like, well, at least I'll survive without having to chain up on the freeway. Yeah. And literally two hours from North Valley to the Spaghetti Bowl. Two fucking G- yeah, hours. Yeah. No. I, I stuck on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Other than that, mm-hmm. I mean, first snowfall of the year. The the resorts are picking up. The season is here. Winter is here. Mm-hmm. Have you gone yet? Mm-hmm. No, not yet. No. Uh, my son goes every week with Grandpa though. So they're they're out there. Uh, like but right, Mike, right Mike now, went right last now? Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 He like, got up super early. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been going out yeah, there. The mountains are ready. They're calling. Mm-hmm. That means more money. But we also get a bunch of traffic because it's just like. First of all, regular people don't know how to drive, and now we got a lot of influx of Californians. Don't be, don't. People we have been saying, blame, people of Reno have been blaming bad driving on Californians since I was fucking moved here in 1993. Fuck that. People mm-hmm. in Reno drive so shitty. <laughs> people who li- grow up with lots of traffic probably drive better than people <laughs> who live somewhere where no one drives 60 on the freeway. Sorry, I hate to be the one to tell you this, people, mm-hmm. Reno. You are the bad drivers because you guys don't drive normal. Everyone here drives shitty because they don't know the fucking rules. They're like Kevin, who drives 65 in the fast lane and refuses to get over for people going <laughs> faster than them. Kevin. No, fuck that. The people here drive terrible. Yeah. You know how many people I know that grow up here who can't drive on the freeway? Like, A what lot, kind of yeah. fucking bullshit is that? You can't drive on the... What do you mean you can't drive on the freeway? It's the same as other driving. It's, it's the <laughs> same general principles that apply. It's not like the Matrix where you always avoid the freeway in the Matrix. Yeah, but <laughs> let's not incur... If they're scared and saying they... Let's not encourage them. But to just go, the that's that small town mentality where like... You have the option not to drive on the freeways because they're so small and inconsequential. Like, Mar- my friend Marshall, him and his wife just moved here from L.A. And, like, someone was, like, t- like talking, like, oh, like, how's the traffic? And they were laughing. They're like, what traffic? Yeah, there's no traffic right. It took 25 minutes. What are you talking about? No, people in Reno don't understand traffic. Or, like... Like in L.A., mm-hmm. where you have to plan an extra 45 minutes no matter what you're doing just mm-hmm. to get there. And they I mean, have quality road mm-hmm. engineers, too. Yeah. We have our... The engineers designing the freeways around here. Um, keep keep searching on LinkedIn yeah. there, and dot for our freeways fi- find fucking somebody, suck, please. and there's still no like not that much traffic. Our road system's stupid. Like nothing is logical. You go to other cities that have like multiple freeways to address the fucking 
and they still have traffic. Mm-hmm. Our freeway system sucks. Right. Imagine if we actually had traffic and they were trying to all merge onto fucking well, five eighty. I will say the one 80. place that does have traffic traffic is people from Spanish Springs and Wingfield Springs driving south of the morning because there's only three fucking roads mm-hmm. for hundreds of thousands of people, like a hundred thousand yeah. people. It's like, like pyramids, pyramids, parks, and, sparks and, Vista. and Vista. Well, I'll guarantee you somebody's going to get into an accident on I-580 South and just fuck everything up from the North Valleys and everything else because I watch that miserable commute every day. Too. No, and then as soon as people get an accident, like before right. McCarran, like by Par Boulevard, everyone's fucked out there. But that, but these... This is it. Still, is minor traffic compared to to other places. Yes, because people do complain. Like, for me, it takes me what forty five minutes to get to work or whatever. That's nothing compared to other cities. When there's people commuting from like Sacramento to and the, the majority of people here have like a 10, 15 minute commute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you're not sitting for 10, 15 minutes at a time. Yeah, you like me. I do come out from that Spanish Springs area, and it like it sucks. Like it, it's. Mm. If you're not out by eight eight thirty, it's just yeah. it's a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah, you're well, like I start at eight, so I have to it's leave. It's still that bad or that. Minute. Yeah. See, it's gotten worse since I lived over mm-hmm. there. So, like an example, what was it? Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when we had the snow, um, I left at seven. I left specifically twenty twenty five minutes earlier because I knew people are idiots, and I left because I'm in the suburbs as well. Because so there's like. Only one main artery, like one big road. You and, take Vista? Um, I take Sparks Boulevard, and then I kind of weasel my way to the freeway. But, like, with the suburb mentality where it's just, like, one big road and everyone just bleeds into it. At the same time, because like, we all work sucks. the same hours, And it's too. the same hours. If you left like, at 9.15, it would take you five minutes to get to work. Yeah. But, like, yeah. And then as soon as I got, like, from Los Altos, I took that right or that left to Sparks Boulevard, and traffic was at Los Altos. So, like, I waited, like, 10 minutes, and then I was, like, I text my boss super early, and I was, like, yo, definitely going to be late today. <laughs> so, it took me an hour and a half just to get to work on that. See, that's, that's, norm- that, that's traffic. And, that, and that's normal for any other big city, any, like, but people are always, like, oh, yeah, and, like, when people complain about driving from Reno to Fallon or Fallon to Reno for work, I'm, like, that's average for any other city. Yeah, because they're, they're going 70 the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, they're probably going 60 because they're yeah. living in fucking Reno. Like, even in New York, when you don't even have to drive and take the subway, it still takes you an hour and a half to get to work. The guy was telling me he commutes two hours to and from every day work in the Bay Area. No, that's... And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean, and this isn't the Bay Area. This is, like, the Livermore-Pleasanton area. I, I don't know if those are... Yeah, that's that's deep East Bay. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. part of the Bay area. Right. Mm-hmm. Two hours though, just to get to work, and then two hours from work, and yeah, we we catch it on a snow day, and we get to yeah. we get to tell our nightmares about it. But these people choose to live no. Their when, lives when I was like a, when I lived in the Bay Area, we lived in Richmond, and my dad worked in San Jose, so it was normally like a oh f- dang, it's normally like a forty minute drive with no traffic, but every day it took him like almost an hour and a half to drive mm-hmm. home. Oh. So that's like, probably on one. He would like so during the yeah, week we would barely see him. Like he would leave at like six thirty in the morning to get to work by eight, and then he would get off at five. And he'd be home like six thirty. Like that seven. makes it like a twelve hour day, you know, and it sucks cause every day because your dad probably maybe had an office job too. So sitting down all day and then sitting down in the car. And it just makes him miserable. Yeah, he'd come home, like we eat dinner, it'd be time for us to get ready for bed. Like mm-hmm. during the week, we hardly saw him. Like that was just people that, you know, people that live here. 
That's why we got to fight for telecommuting and all that stuff. We've yeah, this is why it's Skype important to get get this shit uh, figured out. For figured out now. Yeah, before, before we get too big. Mm-hmm. We Definitely. Need that third dimension. What about you, Sean? How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty busy. Uh, finally, off antibiotics. You know, I was sick <laughs> for a while, and that was a fucking major adventure. But <laughs> feel. <laughs> Pro tip: If you're not, if you're feeling bad, go to the doctor. <laughs> Don't wait a long time because then you have to fucking get a bunch of shit done that was unpleasant. So, um, <laughs> blood work, fucking CT scans and shit. But I'm feeling better now, and uh, we had two basketball games this week. Uh, we won the first one against our rival, and then by like mm. twenty, Ooh. and then uh, we played an undefeated. Undefeated team from Winnemucca, like they their team so good. The coaches added games, like they're playing schools in Washoe County. So uh, I yeah. knew they were good. Mm-hmm. I knew they had lost a game. They beat every team in our league, but I didn't tell the kids that. And they played super well. The coach from the other team, like afterwards, like told me, you know, we gave them their toughest game of the season so far, and we should win our game on Monday. So that's good. I told nice. the kids that. Good job, boys. And we only yeah. had eight players too. Good job, and. uh Work on the cardio game more, guys. I like it. I like it. No, they're in good shape. Like that's good. They weren't even, and like one kid like rolled Mm. his ankle at one point and had to come out for a little bit, but then he went back in and and, you know kept playing. That's that young body right there. I wish I could do that. Rubber bones. Yeah, like he had to like he like limped. I had to like go help him out. Like the like the good thing is is like. At that level, like most of the other coaches are teachers, so like he, even though we didn't like the coach, he was like, "Coach, coach." I'm like, "I can't t- call timeout. I don't have the ball." The other coach was cool enough, like told to his players like, to call timeout. Ooh, that's tight. Yeah, so like Respect. good sportsmanship, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's middle school. That's the stuff we're supposed to be teaching. Yeah, right. You know, like that's what Bigger makes me mad game. when these parents mm-hmm. and shit get mad. Like we're teaching. I'm not. Te- we're not teaching them to win. Like we're not going out there trying to win every game. We're trying to make them better for high school, so yes. they can make. Their high school team and learn like the fundamentals and shit. And so. then in turn, like this teamwork, the way you're teaching them now, it, they make better people in general, and that's what you're trying to do. And they were and they were cool. Like at one point, like they were playing hella good. Like we were actually leading in the first half. Okay, okay. And like it was tied at halftime, but then like fourth quarter they started to pull away, and like they did. This kid did this one move where like my like he tried to go up and shoot it, and my player made a great play to like try and block a shot, and the guy caught it. And did a behind the back pat, no look what? pass to the dude coming in behind him, and he laid it in. The trailing guy, <laughs> and like yeah. yeah, so like he goes up for the layup. My guy blocks it. He catches it one motion, turns around, does a no look pass that bounce pass perfectly to the guy behind him, and like the kid on my team like Da-da-da, like looked and saw what happened, had a smile on his face, and like the guy taking the ball out, they were like laughing at each other. Like I called timeout. I was like, yo, like. You, you guys right? have played a great, great game. Like, there's no shame in losing these guys. These guys are hella good. Dude, I would have been barking they're like DMX better, out there. They're way better oh! than you. They're way better than you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't want to tell you guys this to make you scared, but like, they're undefeated. They smacked every team they played. You guys are playing hella good. Like, good. Yeah, Stood like tall. keep your yeah, keep your heads mm-hmm. up. Like, cause they were like fucking mad, you know? Like, yeah, because oh, you know, but we only uh, we only ended up losing by nine. So, and that was with you know four of our players missing. Mm-hmm. So. Gave him a run. Good yeah. job, boys. Last, th- th- this might be my last game coaching tomorrow because I don't know if me and <laughs> Trevino can fucking we had like handle it. We you know we had an incident after the game I missed because I was sick, where a player got into a fight after the game in the parking lot mm. with a player from another team, so we had to kick him off the team, and then another player got in a fight on uh, Thursday. Well, he missed the bus to our game on Monday. 
because he was like arguing. He had a sub and he was like arguing with the sub, getting in trouble and missed the bus. So he missed the game. Wow. And then Thursday before the game that day, he got in a fight at fucking school. Dang. Can't be doing that. Yeah. And then he missed the game before that because he got suspended for arguing. Like, so they have their computers, you know, in class. They all have their laptops. But we have this program where we can go in and see what they're doing and shut it down. So, like, he was in science class fucking around. The teacher, you know, she's checking it, sees that he's, like, on some website playing a game. So she goes in and closes it, like, in the middle of his game. And he fucking flips out on her and starts yelling at her how she doesn't have the right to do that and shit. And then, so, like, she kicks him out. Then he went and refused to fucking leave. So then he ended up getting in-house suspension and, like, couldn't go to the game. So I'm talking to him about this. And I'm like, what do you mean she doesn't have the right to do that? You're in class. Was that was that game your assignment? No. Then why the fuck are you mad? You're still. This is like days later. He's still mad, acting like he didn't do anything wrong. Cool. So then we had to have a conversation about mm-hmm. taking L's and how like if you don't admit you're wrong, yeah. you're gonna keep making the same mistakes. And I tried to show mm-hmm. him like you've missed the last three games and you think none of it is your fault, where every single one is. It's been your, your fault. fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personal accountability. <sighs> Learn how to take an L. Like when he missed the bus the next day, he's like, blamed the sub. And I'm like, what do you mean? You, how were, is ar- it the you sub's were arguing fault? with the sub. Like, yeah. you're, it's your responsibility to leave and go get dressed out. You know what time you're supposed to do it. Like, why were you, you were in a fight with the sub over some other bullshit. And this bullshit, bullshit, like, throw that shit to the side. Like, I don't, I'm like, like real life. Did he call you a name? Mm-hmm. No, you did something in class you weren't supposed to, and then you were fighting with the sub mm-hmm. about it. This conversation is over. Mm-hmm. Yep. You exactly. were fucking wrong. Nothing mm-hmm. you tell me is going to change my mind. Yeah. Get out of my face and go sit down. Like, <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> it's like the yeah. stupid sub. I'm like, what are you talking about? Was he playing that no. another game again? <laughs> he went down and like put his headphones and started playing a game. Yeah. So then Johnny goes over, then he's like, Takes we just game? got an email. Yeah. About all the assignments you're missing from when you were suspended for fighting. Why aren't you doing that right now? This is my life, people. Yeah. This is my life. In middle school is easy. Yeah. High school is easy. After high school is when so, it gets hard. Yeah, volleyball starts next month, and that will be a thousand times better because eighth grade girls are way fucking smarter. <laughs> it's so much easier to deal with than fucking 13-year-old boys. Yeah. 13-year-old boys full of testosterone, don't know what to do. Just want to punch not, in the face all the time. They're not logical. Missiles. They're not nothing like that. <laughs> like yeah. one kid the other day, I was like, all right, go into the game. And he's like, are you sure, coach? I was like, yeah, sit are the fuck down. you questioning me right now? I was now? like, sit the fuck down. You know, I was like, you go in. You're not ready. Like, <laughs> you ever question me again? It's like heat of the moment, you know? Like someone I'm, gets a foul. I'm like, go in for him right now. Uh-huh. And he's like, don't are you hesitate. sure, coach? <laughs> what? Are you sure you Coach, want me I've, in? I, I've been watching this game. Coach. <laughs> are, you, are you sure you want me in there? I don't want to second. I was like, sit the fuck you. down. I was like, you go in. You're right. Like, you suck. You're benched. And like, I look over the whole other team, the rest of the team. I'm like, fuck a question to me in the middle of a game right now. <laughs> just throwing chairs. Like they just aren't ready for my intensity when I'm coaching. Like they just, 
<laughs> they're just not ready for life, maybe. You know, they're like, they, they are fine, like before this game, I was like, you guys need to get up. And like, they're all pumping each other up. And then I'm like, yeah, you need to be like this all the fucking time. And like stare in their faces. And then they all got all fucking quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the grizzly bear is too intimidating for these young cubs. <laughs> so that's how you get them to play hard. So mm-hmm. Like if I'm not intense like that, they they're fucking, yeah. Hold they won't pocket. play hard. It's mm. awesome. Uh, uh, well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> you guys came at the muck. Mm. Proud, of, proud of you guys. Teaching the little young cubs. Yeah. So uh, as we get started this week, there, I wanted to have a discussion before we get into anything else. Uh, this has been a debate p- I've several people around me have been having is, will you teach your kids about Santa Claus? Do you teach your kids about, did you, you tell your kids Santa Claus is real, Jake? Um... I haven't – I let them form their own opinion, and then I go with it. So if the, right now they believe in Santa Claus, so I'm like, yeah, well, cool. I play along. I am not – I have not been like, Santa Claus is real and this and that and, like, tried to go too over You don't over threaten the them with, like, being on Santa's naughty list and well, shit like that? Well, now I do because I know they believe. So <laughs> because, because they – yeah. Do you take him to go see Santa Claus? Um, I have, and it's usually for the photo op and everything else. And then, uh, and then you wind up explaining, you know – that's they they've explained to me that's not the real santa i'm like oh okay cool how do you know that because he's at the mall and i'm like well okay, mm, okay. so so what is your understanding of of where santa is right now well he's at he's out you know carbo loading for <laughs> christmas eve or something <laughs> you know they come up with some crazy answer <laughs> on, on where the real santa is and i just go with it and i don't feel i don't feel like i need to um I don't. I don't need to go either way. To me, it's it's like if you enjoy Santa and the holiday and everything else, fine. But you don't need to. You don't need to go out of your way to mm-hmm. make sure that they understand. Because my friend, no, this is a made up character. The reason is brought like a, a friend has a kid, like has a three year old, is about to have another kid, and she's like, "Yeah, we like tell him Santa's not real. There's no such thing as Santa." And I was like, "Huh?" And like it's something I you know I don't have a kid. It's something I thought about. But see that wouldn't now all the imagery of Santa, all the imagery of everything is just going to confuse that kid the other way. So now but here's the thing, though. Like, like well, why is this? I asked my students in each class. I'm like, how many of you were angry at your parents when you found out Santa wasn't real? And like half of them raised their hand. Oh, okay. So I'm like, 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 and we talked about. It, they're like, yeah, like I was super pissed. Like, why were my parents lying to me? Like, why did they make all this up? Like, there's no need for it. So that's the thing. It's like. I asked them now. Now, do they? Do they? Did you also ask? Do they appreciate the effort that their parents were going through to make them enjoy the holiday? Because I mean, they could be like mad the kids, about. They don't look they, at that. They, I know they're they they're mad about the that. basic concept of a lie, but they can't comprehend the idea of their parents. Well, that's the whole point of this question, Jake. If they can't comprehend what their parents are doing and have no appreciation for it, when they're adults, they will though. Like I, I appreciate but my like parents it, dressing up and and doing but it. But like, now is for the short term damage worth that long term? I think mm-hmm. the long term appreciation of what your parents did for you during the holidays trumps you being an eight year old mad at your, you for your parents lying to you because your parents are gonna lie to you for the rest of your life, and this is just one but more like thing. Not, I mean, that's a pretty general statement. <laughs> True. <laughs> so I, yeah. Like I mean, 
Because I found out there was no Santa Claus when I was five. Yeah, I think that was about me too. And Did you find out from your parents or on the schoolyard? No, that's I, where fa- I, found I caught out. my parents and didn't tell them for fucking 12 years <laughs> and kept the fucking secret for all my siblings. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, when I once you're a kid and you find out and you question it, then the parents need to drop the act because my parents went so far as to like make video of that's Santa what I'm saying. Like if you're actively like, tricking your kids, I just feel like it's <laughs> made a video. <laughs> like kind of weird. Edited it where he was disappearing up the chimney. Like it, I was like I was my parents hooked, would have my uncle. My parents would have my uncle call and like pretend to be Santa on the phone and shit, and I had to like play along. Like, <laughs> yo, what's up, it was Santa? just fucking like. I mean, maybe I'm just unique. I just felt like the whole thing was. Well, why did you play along? Because I had three younger siblings. Mm -hmm. So you also felt that kind of internal. Yeah, I also was like eight, (laughs) and I'm not gonna fucking tell my get in trouble for telling my younger siblings Santa's not real. Yeah, and ruin it for them. I was terrible. Like the only reason I went along, I was (laughs) scared of my parents. At eight years old, (laughs) you had already made that decision that you would you would continue the life. Yes, because I'm not in charge of anything at eight. Yeah. It's not my choice to make. Like a fucking eight-year-old isn't. It? I can't. But, I'm but supposed to challenge my parents if, over this at fucking seven or eight. You wouldn't. Mm. Why? I don't understand. So you would just play along, like rather than say, "I Santa's not real" or something. You would just played along because you knew. Do you not have younger siblings? Mm. I do. I have a younger brother. So like when I was ten. My little sister was three. My other brother was five. How did you know? How did you know to keep the lie going then? Because I wasn't fucking stupid. <laughs> like when I'm six, seven years old, I'm not gonna tell my two-year-old brother that there's no fucking Santa Claus. That's Be- not my place. Because at five or six, your two-year-old brother's whack anyways. Okay, but but you've already figured you- out that there is no Santa. Yes. So I just kept it to myself and went along with the charade. It wasn't my why. Bro- because I told, I'm terrified of my. What do you think my parents would have done if, you as think, a fucking, you think you your parents would have punished you if you came, yes if you came a thousand and oh th- thousand god. percent oh my god so as a ten year old you realize that Santa's not real and you expose that and you think your parents are gonna punish you for exposing that that is something you need to like that is that is deep right there why is it deep like why would I your feel parents like, punish you if you found out Santa it's, didn't that's exist? not what that's not the punishment the punishment would be telling my siblings it's not and real. why would they punish you for that because you, you're ruining their lie yes so you figured it out and you've how ruined would the you lie. feel if your daughter who, who's older in your house my son your son how much younger than your daughter is he he's older by a year or a and a half, Wait, actually, a year. Is and a he half. fucked up? I just said who's younger, and you said you said who's older. No, no, I'm, he's talking about like you and your brother. Oh, me, like, I'm the older one of my brother because they only How got much? he only has three two. years. Three I'm years older than my brother by three. And years. then your son is older than your daughter by by about a year and a half. Okay, so that's not that big an age gap, right? It was a huge age gap. I found out Santa wasn't real when I was five, so that means my brother was three, my other brother was a newborn, and my sister wasn't even. Alive yet. So did you tell your parents that you knew Santa didn't exist? No. So, okay. So, at, all right. So at what point, what age was Santa finally in your household exposed as non-existent? Like 15, right? Is that what you're I was, my sister was like fucking 12, 11 or 12. Okay. So I was fucking 17 or 18. Wow. Your now, sister- obviously my parents knew by the time I was like, 11 or 12 that I didn't believe in Santa 
But they still, it was like a wink, wink so to thing me, with my this, younger siblings. To me, this is all just more holiday camaraderie. Your parents had a secret with you. They were keeping the tradition alive. They were like. Well, they definitely would have been mad if I would have been like. Yeah, no. Like, no, because, because, like told my taking, brother when he's five, mm. Santa's not real, Bryce. Fine. Yeah. I can appreciate that because you're taking away a little bit of that holiday magic that, that's yeah, going on. That's what I'm saying. That's, so, they would have been extremely pissed at me for doing that. So, so that's the thing. Do you believe in magic or not, essentially, is what it is. It, I don't. Holiday get, magic or not. The conclusions he comes to sometimes. I don't know. But my me. thing, Sorry. your sister didn't realize Santa until 10 or 11. I don't know. It's not like I she, asked her. She, I was uh, fucking in high school. I wasn't. Maybe it was <laughs> when she was 10. I don't fucking know. I'm she's, like, damn. She's like she, almost she six years younger than me. Three, like, yeah. But she you kept know? it alive for the parents. Do you know when your brother and sister fuck? They're way younger than you. You don't know when they. I don't know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, but then I like, like I said, I, I kept it too because like. Like I knew Shannon. I knew. Would, like by the time Shannon was like seven or eight, I knew mm-hmm. he knew Santa wasn't real. In the boys club. And we just roll our eyes when <laughs> yeah. we see the gifts from Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd always get whack presents, so I don't care about presents. Do you appreciate it though? Do you think it was something that, like, your no? I thought it, it was made stupid. The holidays when I was five, I thought it was dumb. But you, <laughs> but you liked those presents from Santa. It, it, they were yeah, like whatever. But I, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I have a unique perspective because I was not your average child. I thought most fucking. I thought the Easter Bunny was fucking stupid. The Tooth Fairy was fucking stupid. Like I never believed in I never really believed in any of that shit, and I thought kids who did were dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were rubes, <laughs> if you will. You're just out here just raining. <laughs> I told you I'm, I was not your typical fucking kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I, I was mature fast. You making people have conversations? But anyways, whether yeah. they wanted to or not. I'm, I mean, if I had a kid, I don't know how I would go either. Like. But this person, I've considered it in the if past. If my kids ever asked me, I would tell them. I tell them the truth. But they haven't asked me, so I haven't. Maybe felt they're the all just to. playing along with the game, then. But I don't. I don't. Maybe, maybe. But I'm. I'm not crazy excessive. Because like, there's some it. kids who are like, okay, yeah, Santa, whatever. But then there's other kids who are like, really believe that. Shit. My kids. My kids would call me out. They would. I know. Riley, especially. Oh yeah, that's, like that's exactly. Right. I, I like, feel like I never dad. really believed in Santa Claus, and then it was confirmed at a very young age <laughs> that he was not real. Yeah, I never was like, wait a minute. I didn't believe like even like for like yeah. You, know, you were the kid at my lunch table that told me, and then I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and then I had to question everything in my life at school based because like you all had my friends, like, the kids in on my street were all. I was the youngest. They were all older than me. Like my best mm. friend was a year older. My other friend was like three years older. The other friend was two years. So they were all older than me. So, you know, like being the I was always like the the younger one. So I, you know, I, I can't be like, oh yeah, Santa Claus guys. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, I, yeah. That, it was second grade. I remember. I remember it was a sunny day at John Muir Elementary and so what, Sweet Orange old? County. And yeah, it was like, uh, you believe in Santa? Well, I've got video. <laughs> <laughs> Especially me, well, me and my friends are like, do this your guy, parents still this have that video? This kid fucking believes in Santa Claus. Yeah, your parents still have that? Yeah, that's how I got exposed on the yard, like right there, there, fucking recess. I would exposed. love to see that video edited and how Santa disappeared and everything. Do they still have that? I will try to find it, but it was some old ass VHS. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm excited to see that. We'll put it on the internet. Yeah, all right. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Holler at the parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you're listening, people, let us know what you think. Like, yeah. Great Santa debate. 
Mm-hmm. Especially like you got kids and or you know me like I'm just like Jake. I'm gonna Maybe go just trying with to be it. a progressive parent. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. You know, if my baby she believes it and cool. And then she's like me, finds out at five, and then that's be tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I personally, I just. If, I think it's weird if like an eight or nine year old or ten year old still believes the Santa. Claus. That's what I was saying. Like your sister ten, I was like, hmm, this explains a lot of things. <laughs> but this, but this exposes everyone to so many more debates about shit. It's just Santa Claus is mm. your first exposure to is religion real? Like essentially, and oh, don't even get me started. I know, on that. no, that's going to be another that's, wormhole. That's the and rabbit then, uh, hole that this leads to everybody mm. in life. Because that was another so. thing I discovered, like seven or eight, and was like, all right, oh. I can't, I'm gonna just gonna keep this to myself. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even. Let's not, not debate. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, talk about it up in the mix <laughs> in the uh, future. Next up, uh, Caesar. <laughs> World news. <laughs> so, um, Madrid, one of the first cities in Europe to do uh, like a car restriction on. Like in central in central Madrid to avoid uh, excess in air pollution because in Europe that's what like the Paris Accords are about. They're kicking vehicles out of the city of Madrid, yes, so they're just exactly. making people walk around and stuff. And yeah, use public, yeah. Transportation. public transportation. Walk around if you're a resident of like that neighborhood that they uh, do restrictions on, you can still drive there. Yeah. or zero emission cars, taxis, like, Ubers. They mm-hmm. they have everything except for they're not allowing people. Who don't live there to drive in there? Well, I, yeah. I feel like this is this is becoming more and more common around the world with big cities. Yes. Like cities originally were designed for people to Use move public transit, yeah, and and minim- minimize distances. Mm-hmm. So they're not really designed for cars. So I feel like this is something that's only going to mm-hmm. grow. So it's yeah, good. which is good. So like an example, like Madrid, the biggest drop they had was like thirty percent in the Gran Via, and the Gran Via in Madrid is in central Madrid. And it's kind of like the Broadway of uh, Madrid. There's like a lot of plays going on there. There's a lot of shopping. Like um, everyone likes that Zara Have store. Have you been there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like when I was there, I stayed by there. And yeah, a lot of traffic, a lot of, you know, stuff like that. And that dropped like 30%. And now public transportation is getting there on time and everything. Like everything is So everything's to, working better? Everything's working like it's supposed to. Well, think about yeah. like... If you've ever been to Times Square, like the central part of Times Square, the mm-hmm. streets are close so you can walk around. Yeah. And even like think about how nice it is for people who live in Reno when they have events downtown and the roads mm-hmm. are blocked off. Like some people have like one of the proposals put forward was to make Virginia Street from like uh, I think Second Street all the way down to Plum no vehicles. Have just mm-hmm. public tra- have like a trolley system or something. Yeah. And then people could walk. And just imagine how like nice, it, like that's a mm-hmm. lot of public space for cool shit and to be used better instead of I just. I preferred living without a car. Yeah, when I was on the East Coast, when I, you were in DC, I did a year without a car, and it was excellent. Like if I could, like I try to live without a car, but it's just uh, especially West Coast, it's not plausible. No, no, you just we don't have the. There's mm-hmm. two. Everything's too spread out, and we don't mm-hmm. have the public transportation. Yeah, that's true. And the bus routes two hours for a bus route around here. That's insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they don't have money. Like you know, the, yeah. they, they don't. don't it's yeah. not enough for the need. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like, you know, good step forward. I think London has something that's going to take place in like 2020 or 2025, 
we're same thing central london they're only gonna allow you have to i mean mm-hmm. it just there's too many people well too many cars and too many cars yeah and there's then, too many people because mm-hmm. they with and they have too many cars it's mm-hmm. just not feasible and then uh so yeah it takes then, away i think it helps with the air quality it helps as like, we move into health. the future and mm-hmm. we start looking at analytics and people get smarter about city planning they're gonna start looking at this shit because you're just like uh, I just saw some city became uh, Minneapolis became the first city to get rid of single family dwelling as like a distinction for the zoning laws so that in suburban name everywhere in the city where there's suburbs or you can build apartments and multi family dwellings That's because good. it mm-hmm. increases the population density and it lowers pollution and everything because you have more people living closer. And I mean, that's just, we got to be more efficient. No. Every, like, we're too wasteful. We're not efficient. And as, like, pollution and these things become a problem, you're you're going to see more stuff like this. And, like, a couple things, like Spanish Springs, they don't have a route out there for the, uh, the bus system. And, first of all, they voted. The people in Spanish Springs always voted down because they don't want the bu- like they, they don't want to pay taxes to be yeah, to have, they, like, that shit. Like, they, they don't want to pay yeah. for firefighters and shit mm-hmm. like that either. So, yeah, and then also here in Reno, when they put a new bus stop, it depends on population density. So if there's not enough people out there, they're not going to put and a bus stop. that's why they don't have them in the suburbs because mm-hmm. it's just it, – yeah, so, yeah, it's like all these things have unintended consequences, and zoning mm-hmm. laws are one of them where – like that's why, you, that's why downtown is so cool because you have houses like ours, and then you have an apart – like a, you have an eight-unit mm-hmm. apartment complex next to it. So it yeah, increases the efficiency, mm-hmm. makes more people live there, and it lowers like lowers the pricing of things. Yeah, but we are at a housing shortage, super that's shortage we, crisis. And that's right like now. that's the thing. It's like when you have a housing shortage, if you can build more houses where there's like in these central areas, it cr- solves multiple problems. We would have been ahead of this had we not been knocked on our ass in 2008, which shut down everything. Because we had a lot of momentum going and. It, but it, it is it is a thing where you want to build up you don't want to build out you want to build a 3d world not a 2d world the more we go out everything then yes transportation becomes hectic everything is just bad so yes that's keep- what all you know this goes back mm-hmm. to the traffic thing like that's why traffic's so bad in the north valley is because the infrastructure isn't there to support mm-hmm. moving all those people into reno no but it's Damn. because it's yeah. not efficient mm-hmm. so like, like it's just it's just like people who drive big ass trucks who get terrible gas mileage. Like, it's not fucking sustainable for everyone. If everyone drove those trucks, like there'd be no fucking gas. Like, be, well, just, there's just, there's there's a time and a place. You need that truck for certain times and places. But do you need it all the to time? Commute? And yeah. yeah, if you're like, commute, like I know people who commute in those, and it's like that. No one, like in other places in this country and in the world. That would never be. It's just so fucking wasteful when you think it's stupid when you think about it. No place else would people do that, but they just. It's because like it just doesn't matter. They they, right. If I had a monster truck, I would take the bus to work, just because like why am I why am I? But if you had a monster truck and live out in the suburbs, there wasn't even a bus. No, no, I know that's that's where the current situation we're in. Yeah, energy efficient car, good for commuting. But then, then you're also encouraging more of the spreading out and everything else because Mm -hmm. then yeah so. Salutes it's a Madrid. vicious cycle. Salutes yeah. to yes, a major city making moves on you know good yeah. ideas. What's this <laughs> Tesla thing? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the taxes, the taxes, mm-hmm. and the hundred eight million they're short. But they're bringing jobs. <laughs> so Tesla's tax break has caused a hundred and eight million tax shortage in in the school budget since since twenty sixteen. Yes, and people people. 
this is the dumb thing. People blame <laughs> the school budget on like the board of trustees and like superintendent. Like I blame them too, but like they don't like they don't make the fucking laws that govern where the funding comes from. They don't even get to choose how the funding the money gets spent. Like all that shit is controlled by the legislature. Mm-hmm. And the legislature is the one giving these fucking tax breaks, causing these budget shortages, but no one blames the state legislators for all these. That's no, like blaming No, they don't, and then they get their pockets lined. Like uh, they get away another, with it. Yeah. And people are mad at like people who work for the school district, like, why do you have a budget shortage? Like all this stuff we, it's mandated how you spend the money. Hundred and eight mm-hmm. million over two years getting shorted. That's fifty four yeah. million dollars a year. And they didn't fucking bring in shit for jobs. He didn't fucking make any of it fulfill any of his promises for jobs. They hired outside unions. This is a problem he across us. The now nation. our housing, now our cost of living, now everything is through the fucking roof. And then he hosts that fucking thing at UNR where he does this oh, we're gonna hire. A nerve with Jake. We're gonna hire people. Mm. So these kids stand in line for three to six hours to get a job interview with Tesla. He didn't hire fucking shit from UNR. He didn't hire anybody. And basically, I was talking to one of the recruiters, and they they were laughing at us because they're like, "Yeah, UNR doesn't really even offer any of the programs that Tesla's looking for as far as engineering and that sort of thing." Even though, and I and I don't know if UNR is a better approved for engineering or not, but. Tesla came in here and just pimped the shit out of us. But this is the thing. Mm-hmm. This is happening everywhere all the time. Like Amazon just bit, like had all these cities bidding to get their new headquarters. Yeah. And then yeah, they split thing. it. Then they, they get, split it between New York two different cities. Yeah, New York mm-hmm. and D- two different cities who don't need it. Meanwhile, all these and it's just it's it's the same thing that what are you sports do leagues for me before I come. Well, it's yeah. the same thing sports leagues do when they pit cities against each other mm-hmm. for public funding of stadiums. Like these it's bullshit like studies have proven like these tax incentives do more harm than good yep. because mm-hmm. by increasing the jobs even if they do produce the jobs they're going to say that means more people that means more burdens on state and local services and they don't have the tax funding to keep up with it and that's what taxes so like, are for yes so like if more people move into your city you need more schools more police more fire more roads, more sewers, but then they're not, like the people who are creating, uh, bringing this in, aren't paying the taxes. It's a fucking non-sustainable cycle. Like it just can't. And all these states are doing it because people are so fucking mm-hmm. stupid. They think giving tax breaks to businesses who make billions of dollars a year is a good idea. Same thing like and with legends. By moving yeah, finances overseas and everything else, they avoid. Paying Our into the infrastructure. fucking corporate overlords. It's just like trickle down economics. <laughs> People are fucking believe this shit works, and they are hosing us and taking advantage of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then who's going to end up paying? It's going to be us, the regular people. The regular people. Mm -hmm. And then like, so you get either you become a politician who says, I have to raise taxes and everyone hates you. Or you're one of these politicians who cuts, that believes that we need to cut funding for already short shit. Mm -hmm. It's a lose-lose situation because no one wants to pay more taxes, but... The more public services more you cut, you shit you cut, mm-hmm. the yeah. less fucking quality of life. And then they have. say like there's not enough training for police officers, you know, and stuff like that. That's because there's no tax money. Well, and like, that's, you got the county 
asking people right now, okay, school's up. What are we going to cut? The school is sending out a survey right now. Okay, what are you going to cut? What are we going to cut? Let's just get public opinion because then, honestly, you know what? We know we have to make these cuts. We know that nobody's going to like them. So as long as the public votes and the public has their input, we can push it back going, hey, you know what? We had to make these cuts because we're $108 million short in two years. So what do you want us to cut? Because we know we're going to get fucked either way. Well, and then people are going to say, like, what about the marijuana money? So when they had the estimates for how much money was going to come in for marijuana, what they did is they took that amount out of the budget and then figured the marijuana money would make up the difference. So it didn't actually increase the budget. They used that money to replace money there and took that away for other shit. They they were anticipating these losses. Everybody has been seeing these losses. I've been screaming about these losses since they started in 2016, just from the mountain, just like – Hey, Tesla's bad idea. Tesla's bad idea. Tesla's bad idea. And then now it's all coming to fruition. And basically, the youth are gonna pay for your fancy fucking electric car and your fucking that if they your, ever your, make it. your super tunnel tube. All these fucking bullshit evil so villain projects. People of Elon Nevada, has. wake up! People everywhere, wake up! These companies are not on your side. They're taking advantage of us, creating problems, and it sucks. So uh, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Next thing. <laughs> Um, man who calls himself Sharkbait was attacked by a shark in Australia. Quick headline, quick headline. <laughs> Should this guy be our fuckboy of the week? I think he just became it. <laughs> I mean, Jake I mean, just come been on. on it because he's been on this, this, this killer uh, shark, killer shark hey, rant. Yeah, so uh, everything's shark, right? So, but, like, did he go out of the way to, like, increase his odds of getting bitten like yes he he surfed early morning every day alone in the australian ocean not the australian ocean because that doesn't exist but in the waters (laughs) off of australia the ocean next to australia yes so and yes so that he literally everybody's like you're gonna get eaten you're gonna get eaten you're gonna get eaten so he's like fine i'll be fucking shark bait (laughs) i like the the accent there (laughs) and then he gets attacked and so this is a quick headline no need to even dwell past the fucking headline uh guy named shark bait was bitten by a shark (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the fuck boy of the week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Aust- Australians. Cool move, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> lastly, that's not a knife. <laughs> in Sky in Skynet taking over news. Oh shit. So, uh Amazon announced the funniest thing about this. It's like Amazon announced a fucking worker robot injured 23 of its Colleagues, <laughs> when it accidentally ruptured a can of uh, some chemical that's used for bear mace, and like tw- twenty-three people had to be treated. Skynet is tugging on the string; it's pulling on the line to see what it could get away see with. What these humans do now? Yeah, they're just like, oh, mm-hmm. human weakness. Blah, blah, blah. Colleague, I like, I like Colleague. How the second paragraph is called "Rise of the Robots." <laughs> but Skynet's coming. Telling you, I just watched. Uh, we got robot. We got robots that can do gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, we got other robots accidentally injured. Accidentally, accidentally injuring people. Yeah. In quotes, air quotes, all day for that. Yeah, I saw Termination Salvation like last the, night. I saw that was on. It's it's shitty movie, <laughs> but if it's anything Terminator or Skynet related, I'm watching it. Uh, so Skynet just mm. stalking us through the fucking mm. internet and yeah. whatnot, and in yeah. real life now. Testing our bodily limits. How can <laughs> now that we know their algorithm algorithms, how can we manipulate them and control them with their? We can we can't beat them. We can only hope that to make them uh, compassionate. I just want to be a Borg yeah. one day and like just keep keep <laughs> me conscious. You know. Like, I don't know if Borgs are too conscious. 
Maybe John. Are, I want to be like Bender and like the drinking robot Borg. Yeah, see, oh, we, need, we Bender better hope. Be tight. We better hope robots are more like Bender and less like the Borg. Because I'm down to drink and smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not trying that to that get shit. assimilated to the high line. Yeah. <laughs> well, get off Facebook then. Uh, I'm down to party with my irresponsible <laughs> robot friends. Yes. Where he has the, beer in his the chest. Jukebox. <laughs> And like, cigars and all kinds of contraband. Is when he doesn't drink because he needs like it. He he gets run off alcohol and he gets his rust beard. <laughs> and they're like Bender's been sober for three days. <laughs> he needs alcohol or his systems are gonna shut down. Uh, it's, Bender Bender's awesome. Yeah. I love uh, Bender. If you don't like, know, like watch Futurama. Yeah, yeah. He does all the stuff. Hey, I like chumps to do. and chumpets, <laughs> yeah. bite my shiny metal ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think uh, it's time for your song of the week. Uh, uh, my song of the week is uh, from the legend um, bop, 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 bop. Ice Cube, and it's off his new album that just dropped, and it is called uh, what? Shed no tears. See you on the 29th, buddy. No, oh, street shed tears. That's what it's called. I was like, are you asking us uh, to tell? Yeah, street Come shed on. tears, and I don't know. Album was okay. A little too much hype around it, but. Um, say what say what you said earlier. Yeah, I haven't heard any hype around it. So because there's been a lot of new music out. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know he had a new album. Cube? I mean, so like he, really he, the beats yeah, he now. probably didn't choose the right beats for his voice and his cadence, even though he thinks he did. But uh, what am <laughs> I strong? His strong, camp told him he strong did. Fucking yeah, what am I? Well, he's a legend. What am I gonna do? He's probably gonna come to Reno and talk shit to me, which would be tight too. We'll see you at the Nugget. Yeah. <laughs> Give me those well, anyways, <laughs> uh, Street Shed and Tears, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, Ice Cube. Yeah, new yeah. album. Enjoy. Cheers. When the cold wind blows in the heart of the city And I'm gone, I know the streets will shed tears for me When my story is over and my song is done Love in these streets To most of these tricks I'm a motherfucking treat What's beef? I ain't got no beef See all that bitchin' It tastes like chicken And all these chickens They get plucked And nobody wants to see The volcano erupt I'm down with that Cause everything is corrupt I'm celebrating Every time I pull up You hella hate Every time you look up I'm elevated The rapper's deluxe They love me dog. Cause I'm one of a kind This is God's plan, homie It ain't mine See, this ain't about dying It's all about shining It's all about climbing A hill full of diamonds I know that you feel it I know that you felt it Cause a nigga gon' live Till a nigga can't help it When the cold wind blows In the heart of the city And I'm gone I know the streets will shed tears for me They love me, dog. When my story is over my song is done They love me, dawg I know the streets will shed tears for me Got no haters. All I got is motherfuckers telling me I'm the greatest. All I got is those fly ass suits and gators. Ain't nobody serving cube but maids and waiters. Ain't nobody trying to take my life. All these bitches trying to do is replace my wife. But you hoes ain't cold enough to fuck with ice. Like Kim Sharon suckers round you bitches twice. Now it might get funky, but it won't get ugly. Niggas might not like me. 
but they still love me Niggas might talk shit, they whisper and huddle Cause they know my rebuttal, might leave a puddle Now the streets is talking, until they see me walking Up the block, then all the bullshit stop Anything I do, don't take it personal Cause when a nigga gone, that shit ain't reversible When the cold wind blows, in the heart of the city And I'm gone, I know the streets will shed tears for me They love me When my story is over and my song is done, they love me though. I know the streets will shed tears for me. Yeah. I'm that bastard that spit the acid. Fuck a funeral home and a casket. Fuck a funeral song and a possession. Keep God on your dome and count your blessings. Keep the hood in your heart, but heaven on your mind. Shake them up and roll seven every time. Pick them up. Yep, stick em up Every time you see me got a different color cup This ain't about time, it's all about living It's all about making everyday Thanksgiving It's all about giving, about staying driven It ain't about you, it's about these cheering So when a nigga die, stop crying and venting Will somebody in here bump George Clinton? Will somebody in here hug my fam? Don't worry about me, you know where I am When the cold wind blows in the heart of the city And I'm gone, I know the streets will shed tears for me They love me, dog. When my story is over That was Streets Shed Tears by Ice Cube, Caesar's Song of the Week Yeah, like, uh, I listened to the album, like, when it came out, like, what, Friday And just skimmed it over, and then I gave it a good listen on Saturday And, like, yeah like some his I like that song. No, I like too, like yeah. I said, like some especially like the sample. Yeah, like but like they're not all like that. <laughs> you know? Of course you I'm, pick the winner. Of course I'm gonna pick a good song, not a whack one. Out. But like uh I don't pretty sure it wasn't the single or whatever, but no. um so there's just some of the like uh his production choices didn't match the cadence, didn't match his voice and it just felt uh a little you know, didn't match. So Well, I'll make up for it later. Yeah. With my song of the week. But yeah, so, but that that was one of them. There's like three songs I like on the album, and that's one of them. Nice. Nice. All right, well, uh, up next is our movie of the week. Oh, and that's me again. Da-na-na. Creed 2. Da-na-na. Creed 2 came out, and uh, he fought uh, <laughs> Drago or whatever. Ivan Drago. If he dies, the, he dies. Ju- Ivan Drago's Junior? son? Yeah. And uh, it it was good. Um, of course, Ivan Drago's the one who. Mm-hmm. Which what rock is that? Four, three. He, he kills his he kills his dad at Apollo Creed. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. two beats him to death in the ring. No, no, two's Mr. T. No, three's Mr. T. I, hey Jake, I'm maybe sure you guys check some facts. <laughs> but uh, I think if Johnny was nope. here, Johnny would know. Johnny, Johnny would know. But I think uh, three's Mr. T. Two is just the rematch against Apollo, right? Yeah, that's what I say. I think it's Rocky Four when when he kills him. Creed kills Apollo or Drago kills yeah. Apollo Creed. Yeah, and that was definitely Rocky Four. Ivan Drago. Yeah. Boom. Smart and strong. Yeah. See, so I said three <laughs> with three's Mr. T, right? Oh. <laughs> Here we go. But yeah, and like four was like late eighties. So it was when he goes to the Soviet Union. Yeah. Rocky Three, Mr. T. Yeah. See, we know it. But yeah, and uh, so yeah, it was good. Um, and a little slow in the middle, but. It's just like all in all, awesome movie. Definitely inspirational. Definitely, hopefully, there's not going to be another one because ended on two would be great. 
And uh, who knows? Sylvester Stallone might still want to keep pumping those out. Maybe, but the way so he wins. <laughs> well, don't like, give it away. I'm not gonna what? give it away. I'm not I'm gonna, gonna give I'm it away. Waiting for it to come out on Netflix anyway. So. <laughs> Have fun. It's gonna be another six, seven months. Well, like, I, like, so I know I'm gonna. He read can it tell us the, privately. I'm, I'm just saying for our listeners. Internet. I'm mm. gonna read it on the internet. Shit. I'm just but read it no, right it's now. good, and like a lot of life changes happens to uh, the Adonis stuff. So it's it's good. It's really good. Was yeah. it inspiring? Um, doesn't make me want to be a boxer, you know, but. It's no. definitely, it teaches you how to take an L pretty much. How good is Michael B. Jordan in it? Michael B. Jordan's awesome. Like, uh, he's always, he's been really good since uh, The Wire. <laughs> right. So, and he's just, I don't know. He Where's did Wallace? It. Where's Wallace? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Where's Wallace? <laughs> where's Wallace? String? Sad. String. And String, the, where's Wallace? And then they did that mathematics thing, too, where it's like, I forgot on the wire. He was like, "Oh yeah, you don't know how to do this Fuck and this, count. but you know how to do this and this." And it's like, "Yeah, that Freddie Good song." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I can't fuck up the count. I'll get fucked up." <laughs> you know? He's like, "How how you can keep how you can keep the count, but you can't do the math problem in the book?" Yeah, they fuck, fuck up, up the count, they fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> facts of life. So, but a good movie. Go see it. Um, the soundtrack's banging too, dude. Yeah, no, and it's played funny. a couple songs on the radio show this and it, week, and it's funny. I was like, we're uh, listening to, you know, we're watching the movie. I was like, already played this song on Up in the Mix. You're welcome, Reno. Hey, shout out to uh, Juan Besitos because uh, Ari Ari Linux is on the soundtrack, and her song with J Cole is fire. We played mm-hmm. that on the uh, that'll be on the next that'll be on this Friday on the uh, R and B or no, that was last Friday. No, it was the uh, Friday past. Yeah, yeah it was good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Creed 2, go watch it. Tip of the Fitted. Definitely, uh, hopefully they don't make any more of them. But yeah, it's good. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. Next up, sports. And uh, the Nevada UNR, the Nevada Wolfpack basketball team Killing continues it. its oh. rampage through the college mm-hmm. ranks. Uh, Friday night, in the, they were on ESPN 2, 9 o'clock, the, you know, the primetime game. Not the Ocho. And they beat uh, number 20, Arizona State, who was previously undefeated as well. They were down by 15 in the first half and came back and still won by seven. Good job, boys. Getting the ratings. Mm-hmm. That's an exciting game. Yeah. And uh, Arizona State, coached by a uh, former Dukey and NBA player, Bobby Hurley, who everyone loves to hate. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was throwing some beautiful tantrums during yeah, that game. Yeah, he was very mm-hmm. intense. I told him, I was like, he's like Musselman in that he's, an inten- he's intense, but he's not nearly as cool, funny, or good Musselman's <laughs> new age. Yeah, yeah, he's the like a man. poor man's version of Eric Musselman. Yeah. Well, I just want to put out in the universe. Uh, maybe you guys will be on the podcast. You know, <laughs> ah, it's gonna put they it did, out uh, there. They did get interviewed by Jay Billis. The twins were so uh, they're doing good. I can't mm-hmm. wait till they they don't play home again. I don't think till next Saturday. So that'll be the next. I think that's the next home game. Might even be the week after. I'm not sure, but because mm. they you know, they haven't played in a few weeks. Yeah, superstars. Yeah, it's good. I'm excited. Teams looking great. Yeah, There's going to be a 30-30 in five already, years. Yeah. About we're already team. planning. We're already mm-hmm. planning like to go to uh, mm-hmm. when they make the NCAA tournament to mm-hmm. go see him. It's like uh, they haven't been good since, uh, or like this good since like Kemp and uh, yeah, Fazekas. That O three season, O mm-hmm. three through O six, yeah, O three O four. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and things are looking good for next year. They got uh, one of the players, like their starters, the five starters are seniors, but. One of their top backups, Jazzy Johnson, is only a junior, so he'll be a senior next year. They still got that super good five-star freshman who's barely playing right now because the team's so good. Yeah, he'll be back next year. You Muscle know, a recruiting genius. Year after, too. then they got three other players who'll yep. be juniors next year who are transfers. So 
You know, like that's good. If you're not on the it's bandwagon, really you, it's, it's time to it's time to go. They're playing and playing loud. <laughs> They're making moves. Get out here, support them. Yes, I think all their games except for two this season are televised. So everyone in Nevada already rocks Nevada gear constantly. Now mm-hmm. we're gonna start seeing it all over the and place. More, yeah, everywhere. I don't know all over the place. Maybe like everywhere. Northern California. But yeah, and then like a lot of families have been traveling. I've been noticing. There was a lot of people at the game on Friday because mm-hmm. it was in L.A. Yeah. So uh, and it was on you know Friday night. So there was a lot like there was this Wolfpack fan on the that was sitting like down on the court side and he was talking hella shit to this Arizona fan yeah. like yeah. it was I hella like funny. Because you know they're you know they're down at you know at the beginning of the game everyone's talking shit and then then they start coming scoreboard back, like, yeah. going into one of the timeouts like you saw him like standing up yelling at the Arizona State down. fan you yeah you gotta point down at him you gotta let him know you're the best yes establish dominance we are very so salutes <laughs> to the Nevada basketball team yet again keeping us going making us proud number six of the nation 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 for it. out of like a billion colleges I mean, out of, of two hundred something. <laughs> Division one schools. Yeah. They are sixth. And, uh, you know, they're only behind, like, Duke, Michigan, Gonzaga, I think, and Kansas. And the Come, people who've been coming. in, like, top ten for, like, yeah. probably the whole school. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So. These, these established traditions. They're ranked higher yeah. than Kentucky right now. Ooh. The Wildcats. Let's go. Every time I think of the Kentucky Wildcats, Wolfpack. speed. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Bullock, I love you. Uh, next up is uh, in pop culture news, the Grammys uh, just continue to not get it right. Never. L's on L's on L's. Like they last year, they did better. It's like taking a half step forward, but then tumbling back down. Like Kendrick Lamar's damned it. Kendrick Lamar's two best albums haven't won a Grammy. And Kendrick Lamar is one of the most influential artists of the last 20 years. On the planet. On the planet. Yeah. And. His two super good critically acclaimed albums, neither one of them has won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. So he lost to uh, who did he, he lost to? Mac or Macklemore last Macklemore. time. Oh, and then last year, I forget who he lost. Where's Macklemore now? Does he still exist? He still makes music. He's just, he does music. He's doing a lot of other things. Mm. He's diver- diversing the brand. All right, all right. Which is I'm like I'm not hating is on him. Back up in the because like Northwest? Mac, yeah, like remember Macklemore was just an underground rapper who made a couple mm. of hit songs and blew he up. He went viral yeah. real yeah. quick. But like what I did like is he's like Macklemore didn't put uh what like Kooji rap and. uh Kumo D he, on, on a thing and like a lot of people are not doing that yeah he's you know? worked with like a lot of like he worked with mm. Schoolboy Q he's worked with like like I'm not hating on Malcolm Moore but I am hating that he did and even Kendrick, he yeah. even he even admitted he said he should have he should have not lost won, yeah. To, yeah so uh the like like for, he knows music too and uh what's that guy Ryan Lewis is that the other guy right mm-hmm. they both know music they both love music like and he's a true hip-hop yeah fan, so. exactly and I people love hate, People who aren't true hip hop fans mm-hmm. will hate on him, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "No, he's." Cool. Let me see your qualifications. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I seen his. Yes, I seen him doing, you know, spoken word poetry uh, before he blew up, like at a fucking community center. I've seen, you know, saw him making his producing his own albums independently before he blew up, like mm-hmm. spitting bars. So yeah, good. So shit. I'm not hating on him, but just good hating shit. on the. The man, like usual. But the right, nominees right. for a record of the year, the "I Like It" by Cardi B, which is a good song. The joke by Brandy Carlile, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this is America by Donald Glover. So yeah. that I mean, and that one probably God's Plan win. by Drake, mm-hmm. "Shallow" by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, which is a good song. Mm-hmm. And then uh, "All the Stars" by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. 
And I'll give you. I'll give you Rockstar two to one by fucking Post Malone. I'll give you two to one. Rockstar wins. Rockstar's probably gonna. If win. Rockstar wins, like the Grammys, just may as well fucking stop. I think mm-hmm. they do it just for the viral effect of the controversy of him winning. I bet it's. I bet it's like uh, it's either uh, Kendrick, Lady Gaga, or uh, Drake. Yeah. Won't no, be, I don't think Drake. It's gonna be Post or Gaga. Because everyone loves that movie. I mean, I in my heart, I think it will be Drake. But More I interesting is album of the year because you have Cardi B, Brandy Car- uh, Carlisle, Drake, H E R, Post Malone, Janelle Monet, Casey Musgraves, and the Black Panther soundtrack. Black Panther soundtrack wins. If Black that's, Panther that's soundtrack how wins, gets it. That's how it'll Kendrick be a gets makeup it. to Kendrick Lamar, but that's I don't how he think gets it's it. not going to win. I don't think it should. I, I think it's, it should be... Uh, not gonna, Cardi B won't win either. It should be Janelle Post Malone gets the song and yeah. Kendrick gets the album. But like... Uh, yeah. It should be Janelle Monet. I could see Drake winning. It'll probably AGR, be AGR, honestly, we love her. Like mm. She should have been nominated in Best Newcomer. Yeah. Like her album... Like SZA's album was better than her. SZA's album last year was better than hers, and hers mm. didn't even get nominated. Yeah, but Drake will probably win, but because they're not gonna do Cardi B, because um, just like her whole persona and attitude, Grammys just put it on there because everyone loves her, and they, it know. is a good album. It, I can see her winning. Like, yeah, that album is fucking good. Like, but it'll I'll probably be Drakey Poo. If she if she wins though, that would be. I don't. I don't know. Mm. I, like as uh, far be as historic, as far, it would mm-hmm. be. And as far as her debut album and everything else, like just record on record on record. But does she does she top everybody else on that list? Because twenty eighteen was a huge year for music. Mm-hmm. I don't even agree with this list at all. Like, Janelle Monae with that album was awesome. Yeah, too, that right? like that album was pretty yeah, fire. And like that H E R her like, um yeah. So I feel I feel it's gonna be Drake because. Of so many reasons, I hope it's not Drake. I could see any of them winning. Drake. I could even see. I could see Cardi winning. I when is see. it again? January, February. I don't fucking yes. know. Well, January probably because that's when all the awards and yeah, for like, like movies and it might be. It music. might be like the first week of February. I think maybe I don't mm. know. End of January. Well, it's on wax. Della says Drake. Has Drake won Grammy? See Drake Grammy. The only time I like Grammys is when Black Thought says I got a crib with a gat and a Grammy on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Best light ever. Bars. Yeah. And he said that in like 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Grammys, eh. Next up though is our word of the week. Ooh, this is a new word. This one's you. Uh, the students have been using a lot. I've heard it more and more this year. And it's like, bet. You say You say bet. So like if someone's like, Hey, you want to go, you know, Caesar, you want to go to public house? You'd be like, bet. bet. Or like, coach, we got practice on Friday? Yeah, we got practice Friday. Bet. Like, I'll be there. So it's uh, it's taking over. It replaces, you know, like people, you could say word in that situation and, and it replaces that. You could, It'd be like, yeah, for sure. It replaces that. So this one I'm not really that mad at because it's replacing words that were already slang. And the way the kids use it usually makes me laugh or smile. So this one gets my thumbs up. Yeah, I like it. What's what's Mm. extra extra doing? I don't know. Jesus, I was going through the Grammy nominations still, just scrolling the giant (laughs) list, looking at like best gospel, best opera, just 
and then the goddamn mm-hmm. ad kicked lost on. Lost so, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Just I'm focused. No, I'm you were hyper lost. focused. You were lost in the sauce of the internet. I oh, bet. Oh yeah, I fall. Ooh, bet. <laughs> bet. Bet. So that's your word of the week. <laughs> yeah. Bet. <laughs> Use that as you please. Use it with caution, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that on? Look that up on Urban Dictionary. What does Urban Dictionary say? Is their official definition of that? Because uh, you know, I bet. Yeah, I don't use this word like the kids use it. So, but it doesn't make me mad. Nah, usually when I hear it, it's with a parlay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> usually the words they say make me angry. <laughs> oh, Sl- slang, kid. slang for for show. Yeah, see, see? I said that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Just for show. All set, homie. Bet. <laughs> for show. We doing this? Bet. Mm-hmm. Um, Bet. What did make me mad this week, and I talked to several students about it, it was cold this week, Caesar. Oh, it is cold. So you know what Tim- was out. Timbo's? You oh, know, the blankets. You know what was the, out. Those fucking blankets that I hate? I was like walking down the hallway at lunchtime, and I looked outside in the outside the window and there was a circle of like five girls and all of them had blankets on. Are they like the Snuggies? No, just they're just like various blankets. different blankets. Yeah. That's what's trending now. Yeah. The new shawl. That's what, I that's what I get like, So they could just wear like girls. Still, like wear like, a jacket. Like why don't you have your jacket on? I, I know, don't like it. I know your parents bought you one. I've seen you wear it before. So, so the blanket is easier to shed when they come in and they go to class. Yeah, because they still want to look cute. But like, yeah, stuff, like but that's like, the thing. Like mm-hmm. blankets are like. They're trendy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, just fucking I, following it. I'm not even mad at that trend. That's an no, interesting trend. it makes me trend. fucking mad. No, it makes we'll me mad. Because you, know you know what's better? A fucking North Face jacket. I want to see some adults start rocking blankets around No, you don't. No. I, we, I had a coworker last year who would do it and we all made fun of her. Hilarious. <laughs> That's why no. I want to see. Like, it. no, the reason it makes me mad, it's like because I know there's kids, probably some places that have to use blankets because they don't have jackets because like they can't afford them. But that's not the case with these kids. It's just because I, I'm, sh- but I'm sure that's how it started because there was probably a few kids who don't maybe don't have jackets and they wear blankets, but these other kids are doing it to be fucking cool, and it's just another case of like copying what fucking poor. Mm-hmm. Or underprivileged people do and make try to be cool by doing it. Mm-hmm. Like Kendrick and well, uh, his line always looks like a third world country where normalizing it. But I mean, is it? I, yeah, it's ratchet. The words I used. Okay. Wow. With, I was <laughs> like, girls. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> ratchet. Ratchet. Like, girls, put your, wear your jackets. Like, put your jackets on. Don't wear blankets. That's ratchet. And they all start laughing at me. And I was like, no. Nar, Mr. R. No. Mm. Like, there's you just you could look fresh in an awesome jacket. Like, that's what I'm saying. And like, uh, we got this grant, so every old. student uh, this week got a free uniform T-shirt and free sweatshirt. Ooh, but they're still bringing the blanket. But they were looking fly, like, cause all of them they're crew neck sweatshirts, so all of them have their little collar outside the. Ooh. I was like, you guys yep. look like look at you guys, guys look looking good. fucking nice, yeah. like dressing nice for one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for you. Like, I'm glad you fucking pulling that collar out, making yourself look nice. Yes. You know? yes. Taking two seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, yeah. Blankets out. Bet. Bet. <laughs> it's cold. Blankets are going to be out. Bet. <laughs> well, you guys in your whack-ass style penguin walking. Um, yeah, not creasing the shoes. Cre- shoes are meant to be worn. 
jackets are also meant to be, be like, warm. Are you okay? What's wrong with you? Oh, I'm just not creasing my shoes. But it probably looks like they got a little thing in their culo, so you know. Ideas, Or just like that something's whack. wrong with their legs. Like, yeah. why? Like, are you okay? You look like it looks like they're in pain walking, but it's just so yeah. they don't crease their shoes. Stop being whack. You know, shoes are meant to be worn. Shoes are meant to be creased. You know, Jesus, like, are we still harping on this? Yes, I'm oh still mad God. about You're it. Still mad about uncreased shoes? Yes, you gotta wear shoes. Oh, Jake. Shoes are meant oh, to be worn. You're not around teenagers. So Don't old. fucking judge my anger. So old. No, it doesn't sound old. It's fucking stupid. You know why it's stupid? Because <laughs> they get made fun of. Like that by other kids. Like that's how you know it's dumb is other kids make fun of them well, for then, doing then it. Then it will be sorted out amongst themselves. I'm just like why? Like They like look at me like, Mr. Richard, look, look, look. Because there's only no certain grief. kids that do it. And it's just... The whack one. Well, just take them off and carry them around and then put them on when you sit down so you don't even have to fucking worry about them getting dirty or anything else. Another either. fad that's being taken to extremes. Like, everyone's, everyone wears carry the slides. Two pairs of shoes. Everyone wears slide sandals with socks. Like, everyone. Mm-hmm. Girls, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, now it's snowing. There's snow on the ground, and they're still wearing the slides well, in the, the snow. It's because they see it on the internet, and the people they see on the internet live in Los Angeles. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just like, they're like, one girl's like, oh, like, I can't wait to get home and soak my feet in hot water. And she's like, my socks are all wet. And I like lean over and look at her feet. I'm like, why are you wearing socks with sandals and there's snow outside? You know what could solve that? Timberlands. Just saying. Like, How am I not supposed to get mad at this? Just I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. teaching them to be smart. And they're making such fucking stupid decisions. Yes. And girls with Timberlands look amazing as well. One girl did have black Tims on. I was like, all right. Do you see the new? They got They're like a suffering for their fashion. They got a new collabo with like sports, so they got like Tim's with like the Chicago Nike. Chicago Bulls colorways on there, and yeah. like now they got Tim's with the champion, like Tim and Champion got a little cap. Oh, that was going. what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Carhartt had a new Carhartt had collab that, with the Nike Air Force. This week. They got yeah, the Air, Air Force, Force ones, ones yeah, the yeah. Lows, you know. I almost uh, sent that to you the other yeah, day. Yeah, because I already I already knew about it. Don't worry, you don't need to send me nothing. <laughs> but yeah and it's just like i did feel cool for once I was like, oh i know about a collab before caesar tells me uh, <laughs> nope. i'm like he probably no, knows he's, it but no i just update. no i got it though like mm. he didn't have to tell me yeah i discovered it uh, that's just good. through my normal day everyday that's living that's good gotcha, gotcha. unlike yeah. unlike some other friends we got we got to tell them about music that came out five years ago <laughs> You're talking six about years ago <laughs> this um, new to pimp a butterfly album yeah do you guys hear this that was Kevin. Uh, oh, this is a really good song. What song is this? This is Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard this song? No. But yeah, like 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 music, like shoes and stuff. Like they cause uh Miami Art Basil, you know, as we take our tangents, Miami Art Basil is going on right now, which mm. is a nice little combination of fine art and street art in Miami. And uh, the new Jordan ones came out and started a riot. SWAT team. Oh, I saw that. SWAT team. I had saw come people out. like fucking assaulting the store. Yes. Wow. It looked like they were storming the fucking beaches. There's like there's people working at the store are holding railings, barricades, back, yeah. barricades. SWAT team coming in, and I'm like, okay, like, and there's like a, so many people there, and I'm like. Jordan one. I mean, but like, like, of course, I was like, this is in Florida, of course. The hype machine. Yeah. yeah. So, but. <laughs> the hype machine. Yeah. That's like a fucking hype infection. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. The Jordan brand. That's yeah, what hype beast. That's, yeah, that's what hype beast mm-hmm. goes fucking Super Saiyan. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> they're trying to they're trying to fight a retail sales level at nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, and that that's funny because the new Dragon Ball movie is coming out too. Well, it's already on Japan. We'll be able to see it in the states uh, in that's like it. three weeks. I saw that uh, yesterday, maybe beginning of January, because there's like spoilers out there now from mm. people in like uh, Japan already. So seeing does he it. win? Hmm? Sorry, you said only after he dies and spins <laughs> and spin. two hours coming back. Yeah, and they <laughs> and they have to collect all the balls For again. Those of you who watch Dragon Ball. But he trains nonstop, though. He's just trained. This is two hours of him training. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole show was the training because that always inspired me. Like, to train oh, and get stronger and get my, better. I need to find more gravity. It'd be like the villain The villain would show up in like episode 83. And then episodes 84 through 96 would be fucking Goku training. And, and, the, and, and the, everyone else yeah. getting killed by the villain. You'd always think they're about to fight and the episode is fucking over. That's why the only way to watch Dragon Ball is in fucking eight-hour chunks. Because, you know, like, two episodes are just going to be him talking to the bad guy and then, like, flexing on each other. Yes. From across the plains or the valley. Exactly. It's, like, far away. I must prepare for this uh, battle. But it has gotten better since back in the day. Like, uh, yeah, I haven't seen any of Dragon Ball Super. So I heard Super is a lot more action. Yeah, there's stuff. that one, the Tournament of Gods, I think it's called. Yeah, and then that one's good. That was a lot of fighting because there's obviously people that they pull from different universes and everything like that to see who becomes the greatest and so on and so forth and wins. And it's uh, that one was a little bit better. It's not even as perfect for, or he'll die and go, and then Gohan saves the world. Yeah. Wishing back with the ball. Yes, and then like there's gonna be this crazy fusion in this new one. And you too. know, Chi Chi's just sitting there watching mm. and get, getting fucking freaking out. And my guy Vegeta always oh, hating. Mm. Kakarot. <laughs> Kakarot. <laughs> and he's. Like, <laughs> that was a great Kakarot. <laughs> Vegeta is my guy. Like Vegeta is my guy because he's the only one who could call Goku Kakarot. <laughs> You gotta suck it see in my little accent. Kakarot! But, uh. <laughs> it's not angry enough. No. But when other people call Goku that, he gets pissed and just bodies him, you know? So that's how they know the only homeboy could talk shit to you He's is one of your way. best friends. He's Boom. But yeah, it's good. And they fight Broly, this fucking. Broly? Broly, Broly, this legendary Super Saiyan guy. Yeah. So on and so forth. But, like, I don't know. It'll be good. Oh, yeah, don't they have to fuse? Yeah, they they're, have to fuse to beat him. And then there's, they got this new fusion that they're going to be doing together. <laughs> We're deep in the fucking nerd right <laughs> wow. now. People are like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" I wonder how many girls turned this show off. <laughs> Sorry if you're not a Dragon Ball Z fan. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if you don't have time to watch thirty episodes. <laughs> but they seasons. also they also might be balls deep in it because, um, especially with all the new hype beasts now. Like the Adidas doing the Goku and like uh, all the Dragon Ball Z collabos and everything like that. Well, so, hmm. let's move on. My word, my song of the week <laughs> is off Black Thought's new album, which is fire. With uh, what, Shalom Remy? Or? Yeah, Shalom Remy producing. Uh, this song is called Conception. It actually features him singing. Yeah, it's a great song. So oh, uh, this one I don't think I don't think Black Thought sings. I think the uh, no, he's in, in the, the music. No, you see him in the music video. He's singing. Okay. Well, then enjoy. Yeah. Where I go, where I go from here. Oh, I know I could be nowhere. And trust it. Oh, 
back guys that was sean's song of the week and it was uh conception by black thought with uh salam remy which he produced the whole thing and such a like check out the, mm. the music videos out already too check it out but uh just the soul sampling with the drum like mm. super simple you know drums a little sample and uh 
just lets Black Thought do his thing. Like that's no, when you have good. Yeah. When you were talking earlier. Yeah, Ice Cube not having good production that matches his cadence, his flow. This is an example of perfect. This album no, is perfect. It's a good marriage, you know, about production. And like Cube, like don't give me like the production was good, but it didn't harmonize. The melody was like the cohesiveness wasn't there like it is on this album and then i saw an interview where they talked he's like before we made the album we sat down we came up with a plan of what we wanted to do and he's like i knew what he sounded like how he rapped and because he flows so much i wanted that to be the centerpiece of everything so i made everything else to accent and accentuate what he does so it wouldn't get in the way of it and just let his voice Mm -hmm. and his like flow like be the music and that's perfect because like on that interview where i heard ice cube stuff was sent to him you know and it wasn't like yeah we're gonna you know storyboard it we're gonna talk about it we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that no like this is what make this is uh, this is what i always talk about making a complete thought on like an album yeah tip to tail um interludes it's included. not a collection of singles mm-hmm. it's an album like, yeah. where you have different themes and things flow into each other. Yeah. So, uh, and that's the last song in the album. So, <clears throat> and it was yeah. funny. The first, mm-hmm. the first, like, I, I, the album came out. I listened to like part of it, didn't get to the whole thing, and then like I sat down and listened to it, and I had to stop right before, and because it was during a like lunch at work, and I had to stop right before that song came on. So I had listened to it twice without hearing that song. And then I saw like the they're like oh his singles out in the music video, and I heard it and I was like I don't remember hearing this song and I looked and I'm like that's the only song I hadn't listened to on the album, and it ended up being the best one. I was already mm. happy with it and then I was like oh this song icing. icing on the cake yeah, and it's good because like how we talked about like you know the shitty Grammys and stuff like Kendrick Dam like they even came out with the album backwards, which I thought was too much. But yeah, but. That's how you know it's it's such a complete thought that you could listen to forward and backwards, and it's the same thing, um, you know, the same essential story, the same what they're trying to portray in their whole complete thought. You know, like that's what you got. This think used to be about. more common before people started consuming music as mm-hmm. singles, as singles all yeah. the time, streamings. Because like even now on the internet, because it's the end of the year, all the artists are putting like, oh, thanks for all these streams, and they get their Spotify, you know, analytics like. 10 million 100 million mm-hmm. like so on and so forth um about that stuff you know and like that's just how we consume it and like um you know yay to the record companies for making more money shitty for the rest of us who have to listen to singles all the time instead of a complete thought and in a few weeks we'll have our end of the year episode where we'll talk about our favorite stuff of the year yeah i gotta do some research so it'll be good and, uh, last so up, much good albums last up uh, we got our uh local news local events did you go to the Christmas tree lighting? Is this why? Yeah, yeah. I went to the Christmas tree lighting because, like, you know, as I get older, I get more into the spirit of the holidays. Yeah. Because, like, I usually go to, like, San Francisco sometimes. Not to see the tree, um, the Macy's tree go on. But, like, Sean was uh, saying early during the break, we're like, there's more lights. There's more lights on trees. It feels more festive. It feels more like Christmas. Like in San Francisco, there's this, I forgot, it's like the Fremont Hotel or something. They got this huge ass gingerbread house that you could walk in, you know? And it's just like in their lobby and stuff like that. And that's an attraction, the tree, obviously. And there's a couple other things I go to. So like this year, I went to the Reno tree lighting and it was like 150, 200 people. They had carolers there. They had like a one food truck. And I think 
probably was selling more hot cocoa than anything else because it was chilly. But it was just kind of like, you know, it was a little whack, you know, like nobody else was there. It was just like just people walking around and a couple families, stuff like that, but not what you see in like big cities, like the Macy's when it lights up in San Francisco in Union Square. Well, I feel like it's, you know, it's just not emphasized. I know mm. um, people have said like that's one of the prior, the city wants to do more. Because it hasn't just been like Sparks. You were, we were saying during the break, mm-hmm. Sparks's Christmas tree lighting is a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. But it's always been that way. Like I can remember when I was in co- when I worked for the city in college. Like that was working that day. Like how they had like booths and you know like crafts and stuff. So you got to you know mm-hmm. it's not going to happen overnight. They got to promote it, make it an event where people can come out and you know there's other stuff to do besides just watch the tree get lit up and you and know there's carolers, more decoration. Yeah. You know they mm-hmm. have. Decorations and lights, like it would be cool if the city had more of that. But. The city should reach out and take over the Rogue Craft Fair because it's outgrown its current venue and incorporate that into the tree lighting. Because I'm looking at this and there's, it's it's awesome, but you're out there standing in the cold looking at a tree. There's no crafts, there's no vendors. There's it's it's you very need, very basic. Well, you, you need, need to do it during the day. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. You need like, a draw. Sparks does theirs yeah. on like a Saturday, like. Early like five mm. six o'clock, after you've had a whole day of fest festivities. Yeah, Reno was like Monday maybe at five thirty, so like people couldn't go home yeah, and get like, the who's kids. Who's gonna go on a fucking Monday? To yeah, do that? and they couldn't go home and get the kids. They could, like yeah. there was like no time. Why wouldn't not be on the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, that's why I didn't understand. They why have to make it. They have to make it an event. Yeah. You know, and like holiday season, that's what you want to do. You want to bring people together, so. right? A Monday. Yeah. Who wants to? That's just the worst possible. That's the worst po- of every day of the mm. week. That's the worst possible day to have. Right. So, Reno, step up your game. If you need Come help, on. holler at us. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, I could do uh, give you a consulting fee and whatnot. Mm. And, uh, we'll moving plan forward, your party. Uh, like we said earlier, Ice Cube is playing at the Nugget on 29th. December 29th. Yeah, yeah. A couple shows. The California Honey Drops are going to be playing up in Tahoe on December 30th, 31st. Ooh. I might have to uh, check the, uh, their favorite of ours and uh, yeah. I know Nick and Rachel are already going on I think on the 30th so uh, are they, is it a festival what's it they're just playing at Crystal Bay oh okay because they put on a great show and uh, so we'll see yeah on the 30th mm-hmm. is that Thir- 30th and 31st mm-hmm. so the New Year's Eve show will probably be crazier that's why they're going on the 30th so. yeah maybe maybe I'll get the baby mama to go but uh, check them out um, I don't know anything else we need to plug or talk about shout out to the Tahoe Film Festival kind of blowing up they got a cohen brother showing up and checking out some of the videos they cover a bunch of different theaters up there it's kind of turned into an event so um yeah look for look for the hollywoodization when was it um shoot it was <laughs> and he's i got it i got it i got it well i read all or? about it yeah yeah and and he was up they were premiering the movie you spoke about, Buster. Buster Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yep. They he Cohen Brothers up here with that at the presenting at the festival. Um, I want to say it was this last weekend. If you go, <laughs> well, as he looks that up, upcoming event, Sean and I will be DJing. Oh yeah, at De- nice. at, at Dead Ringer on the first Thursday of January, which is like a new spot, East Fourth Street in that new. Uh, what are they calling it? Like the brewery district, brewery district or brewery? distillery district? Or yeah, something? right there on Fourth. And I've uh, not been there yet. We just I, got asked to do this the other mm-hmm. day. So yeah, we'll be there first Thursday. I'll be doing a couple of records. Sean will be doing digital stuff, and we'll get a 
good mix like Daft Punk. <laughs> 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 Two people we should wear like some kind of helmet or something. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But you guys should come hang out. Um, and we're just gonna be slanging some Vibe. records, playing music, and hanging out. And uh, K Wink is doing an end of the year little uh, membership push. So if you'd like to become a member of K Wink, check out uh, their website www.kwinkradio.org. And then this might be getting ahead of myself, but I know in January they're going to be du- launching a dual membership with the Holland Project, uh, where you pay like ten dollars a month, month, and five dollars goes to Holland. So whatever you donate, half goes to the Holland Project, half goes to K Wink because they are partners and. Uh, both need your support in bringing the, the radio station to you along with all the other awesome stuff Holland does. So mm-hmm. maybe support we'll have to have uh, someone from Holland come on and talk about it. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Tell us what's up. Yep. Yep. Support your creatives, especially here in mm-hmm. town. Support local. That's like the main thing. And um, yeah. Yeah. Just support your friends and family and everything like that. So mm-hmm. what's the tagline for this episode? Kakarat! <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> 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 make sure, make sure that make sure that title's on fire too when you <laughs> post that shit. Or uh, should we just put a, a picture of fucking Veg- Vegeta, Vegeta yelling? Vegeta turning as the like, photo uh, for this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Vege- Vegeta's my guy for sure. <laughs> He's a hater. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another episode. We I know we took a little break. Sick and, uh, holidays. We it at, happens. Out of town. I was mm. sick. Uh, we have the Thanksgiving holiday, so we'll have a couple more episodes before we bring in some uh, more guests for the uh, new year. Oh, we got some people on deck. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. I'm I'm excited about, uh, was it 2019? I don't even know. 2019. Mm-hmm. So far into the future. Like, when will it stop seeming like the future? It's 30, 30. <laughs> the future is always. The rest of my life yeah. just going to be like I'm living in the future. The future's always coming. <laughs> it's always coming. Uh, uh, the president mm-hmm. was yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skynet is. Someone Skynet posted the other day. They're like, when someone says thirty years ago, I think of nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But thirty years ago was nineteen ninety. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And now, like, because of that mid mid nineties movie, I saw this article on like how the nineties were actually kind of cool and stuff. I was like, nineties were tight. I don't know why. Who doesn't think the nineties are tight? Exactly. Mm. The nineties are so mm-hmm. tight. Twenty year olds. Or already like having '90s throwback parties. Yes, already. <laughs> some some of the stuff wasn't that cool, like those them jinkos and stuff like that. No, but like, like but they music. were definitely it. Definitely, they got confused as they would and confused it for late '80s parties. Mm, yeah, mm. but uh, yeah, night like so much good music came out in the '90s. A lot of and like mm. movies changed in the '90s. Anyways, mm. we can talk about this more, but. <laughs> Till, it's until time the to end next the episode. episode. Yeah. Uh, this is Sean saying peace. This is the Honey Badger, aka Dela Foto, aka um, Kakaroto. And Jake, How tell the him fuck the song. Did he get here? Jake, tell him the song you're playing on. <laughs> yeah, your outro. All right. It's uh, Buju Banton, the reggae Jamaican. Um, awesome artist. He just mm. got released from prison. Fresh out of his five years stint. <laughs> <yesterday>. seven, <laughs> seven years. For selling the coca. don't intend to distribute okay yeah yeah. want to be loved he's our bob marley so you're talking 30 years ago 90s he's our bob marley and good song i don't know i like it what's the name of the song want to be loved want to be loved enjoy the love guys